Hey guys, it's Saturday and it's a really beautiful day. It's sunny, there's birds chirping, and you can hear all the sounds of suburbia. It's kind of nice, right? It's funny because recently I was speaking to a family member of mine who happens to be an audiovisual tech person, and He was telling me about how to get the perfect sound to block out all of the noise around me, how to make it sound quite neat, you know, no background noise, no echoes, no, you know, uh, sound rubbish, I suppose, (laughs) is kind of where he's coming from. And it was funny, I was just sitting here and I was thinking, gosh, this is nice hearing all this noise can you hear the birds it's really nice right so I wanted to record because I wanted to share this with you and this is a strange idea I suppose but uh, if you're not bored already and you're enjoying this well then cool this is now our weekly conversation so welcome to my podcast it's called this podcast isn't working And this is what it's all about. It's so funny because so many times since I've decided to do this podcast and I've named it and everything, it's just been confirmed to me over and over again. This whole idea is kind of cool. Well, I'm enjoying it, you know, doing things in a way that is, it's a little rough. It's a little quick. It's a little less than perfect. Or like my family member, the audio tech guy, you know, he would say, It's not so clean. It's not so perfect. You could get it better. But I am finding so much joy in just swinging it and also, I guess, letting myself keep doing this project, even though so many things about it are not smart. Now, today, I'm not going to edit this. I'm not going to cut any of it. So (laughs) that's going to be interesting. But also uh, today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about why this means so much to me and I think because it's revealing itself more and more I just wanted to touch base again with this idea of not working and I don't know what it is about being paid or having something structured but it's kind of it it can be really you know scary and I don't know if you're like that some people are I guess some people aren't I am someone who is a little bit you know, if something feels too restrictive or it's got too many rules, I just, I don't know, I just freeze. And I remember school was always like that. You know, school is very structured. There's, you know, there's a lot that you have to abide by and be part of or keep up with. And, you know, it can be really, I guess, uh, I don't know, restrictive. And I always found that really difficult. Did you find school easy? Were you someone who easily fit into the box or were you somebody who was, I don't know, a little different or, you know, had your own thing going on that meant that it was a little tricky for you to keep up? I, I was like that. Um, I recently got in touch with, like through this weird series of events, I was uh, reconnected with a very old teacher of mine 
uh, from when I was in year six. Now, year six is just a prime time of your life. I don't know if you've had that experience. In saying just now that I wasn't a big fan of school, I loved year six. I loved that time because I probably felt a little like, I don't know, I do really put it all back to this teacher. It's very dramatic to say that, but it made such a difference. And I mean, year six is cool anyway. You're kind of the big fish in the little pond at that point. You, you know, you feel comfortable. You've got your friends, you've got all that going on. So it was a cool time for me. But also this teacher was just, wow, so amazing. I think the funny thing is I don't remember her being, you know, super, super, you know, nice in the sense of like, do whatever you want. I'm never going to get angry or anything. She was definitely able to, you know, she enforced the rules and she was serious and she didn't put up with like bad behavior. And I, I remember being spoken to directly by her, you know, to kind of pull my bootstraps up a little bit and, and try harder to kind of be present in the room and do what I was being asked to do. Cause I was quite the chatterbox, I think at this point, well, according to my school report, but yeah, I, she really helped me to get through that year, but also I think gave me this uh, encouragement that I needed to say, you know, it was like she was telling me, even though you don't fit in the box, even though you, you kind of shut down, you know, when you're supposed to do the hard work and you find that really, you know, overwhelming, you can still, you know, you're still okay. And you could be something, you could be somebody she was the reason why, you know, I ever applied to go to a performing arts school. She was the reason that we joined the choir. She's the reason we auditioned for quite a prestigious state choir when we moved to the city. And, you know, I don't know, she just, she got me into the Tournament of the Minds Club, which is like, you know, kids doing, they're solving puzzles and doing cool stuff like that. And, um, you know, she encouraged me to join the recorder group. <laughs> so, you know, those recorders that everyone plays in school are so annoying. Um, do you know that there are more than just those little dinky recorders you get in the classroom? They're actually uh, descant recorders. They're the high, one of the highest ones you can get. They're irritating. Um, but there are ones that are lower than that and like really cool. And I got to play the bass, the bass recorder. And it's really cool. You know, I, um, I still remember tying a blue ribbon, you know, my school colors was blue and I tied a blue ribbon around my beautiful wooden bass recorder, uh, when we were playing in our recorder group. But you know, these are the things I remember just feeling so proud of. And then fast forward to, you know, year 12, that was honestly one of the toughest years of my life and not just because of school, but school really suffered because of a lot of other things that were going on in my world. And I mean, school was part of it too. It just wasn't the whole story. But, you know, I think at that point that the intimidation of work, you know, this idea of uh, being obligated to achieve something that is within certain parameters, that was really, it's just, I don't know, I, I still find that hard to, approach and it's not that I can't work hard I think that's what confuses me is like when it comes down to it I am a hard worker I really don't shy away from things I am passionate about or that matter when it comes to say like my kids mate there is nothing I will not do for them I will not stop I don't quit you know I really I have really hard times and you know there have been times where I've been crying and 
at a loss and I've had to call my husband and just say to him, can you stay on the phone just for a while so I don't feel so alone? But that's just real life and that's not, you know, that's not quitting. I reach out to people and I reach out uh, to help. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah, I, I'm not scared of working hard and, and applying myself and doing what's needed to be done. But at the same time, I don't know, hard work in the sense of somebody watching me and dictating uh, the standard and the, I don't know, or even just dealing with unseen expectations, you know, the things that you, you're thinking, oh, what do they want from me? Is this going to be good enough? I don't know, those things, wow, you know, they're really stumbling blocks for me. And I think I'm getting better as I, as I go in life, but it's been really freeing to just make something that I know for a fact. I mean, my background is in communications uh, and public relations type of stuff, you know, branding and uh, yeah, basically promotion and media and things like that. And it's funny to me that I'm now producing I guess, a product in inverted commas that is fa- like, it's kind of flawed from a strategic point of view. If you were to put me on this project before it started in my professional capacity as a copywriter and part of a team that, you know, helped people communicate their message, I would be pointing out quite a few flaws in this whole plan. I'd be, yeah, I would be quite critical of this in my professional life, which was my job, but it's kind of like, I feel kind of naughty and rebellious for just kind of like, I don't know, not caring anyway, even though I know that's not perfect. You know, I haven't done any research on who my audience is, what the need, is there a need for anything that I'm saying? Is there any consistent message that's going to be cutting across all my episodes? You know, who are you, dear listener? Are you just my friends? Or is there any potential for anybody else to listen who doesn't know me? You know, and what does that look like? And why would they come back and listen again? All these sorts of questions. I mean, right down to the name, which I keep coming back to, but it is a really silly name. Uh, In a future episode, you'll hear um, me talk about that. Um, Or you might have already heard me, depending on when I publish this post, actually because I'm not going to edit this, I better cover me both ways. But you will hear me say um, a a particular story about somebody who saw the title of the podcast and thought it was like, took it quite literally. So um, yeah, anyway, I'm just really enjoying this. And I, this is probably just more of me saying thank you for listening and to touch back uh, with you on where this kind of started. And I know we're only about at this point with recording and stuff like that, editing, we're only about 10 episodes in, but I'm really, really proud of all 10 episodes. And I feel like it's been this huge journey for me so far. I rarely stick at things, but because no one is making me do this and I truly am letting myself be flawed in this, it's actually working. Uh, And I think that's interesting just as an experiment, even if you are a scientific person or a you know, curious, uh, investigative type of person, it's interesting, right? Why is this working and nothing else has? Recently, I was, you know, I, I struggle with routine. And when I say that, it's like, I'm not naturally a routine person. 
uh, people who know me well and love me will probably be a little like, laughing a little at this point because yeah, I'm I'm not the most predictable, uh, rigid, like organized person. That's for sure. I come and go with things. That's for sure. I mean, the flip side of that is I'm I'm very flexible. So that's really I think a good quality because I'm quite resilient in that way. I'll handle anything that kind of comes my way. But anyway, yes, I am not great with routine, structure and self-care comes into this which I'll talk about like more on other episodes uh but I recently was like do you know what my kids have a nighttime routine it really helps them settle into sleep and I want to try that too like maybe I'll be getting but I could get better sleep and be a happier kind of person because I'm quite tetchy inside at this stage of my life I'm giving a lot of myself to other people quite small people um you know, I'm giving out so much. And I guess I was just kind of like, you know, thinking, well, what am I giving to myself? And the answer is really like not much, not much that I do is consistent for myself. And I'm talking basic things like brushing my teeth, wearing clean clothes uh, to bed. Like I often it's, I'm just being honest. I often would just go to bed in what I've been wearing that day. Just, you know, um, I think a lot of that is mum life, but I think a lot of it as well is me just struggling to find my spot as far as how do I balance everything out and, and I guess, yeah, do the hard yards on taking care of myself because I feel very motivated to take care of people who need me. But when it comes to myself, yeah, that's, that's a little trickier. And I also, I'm kind of intimidated by starting routines because, you know, I'm worried that I'll try and do it all and then I'll fail. Like I always do with most things is I kind of go so hard at it that I burn bright, but it's a short burn guys. Like I burn out really quick. And it was funny. I started, I was like, I'm going to do a nighttime routine, but keep it really, really basic and not expect too much of myself. Hello, cockatoo. Don't you love the sound of cockatoos? Man. They're not shy for sure. But um, yeah, I, I kept it up for five days. I think this very basic nighttime routine. And I just, I don't know what happened, guys. I find it really hard to stick to it. So what is going on with this podcast? I don't know, but I am going with it. And I'm hoping that by keeping on doing this, it might have some good effects on other things. Maybe, you know, a five-day stretch of a nighttime routine is pretty good going, you know. Um, maybe I can get back on the horse and go again, you know, have a nice warm shower at night, do a little bit of meditating, you know, brush my teeth. <laughs> um, I'm sure so many of you are like, ill. you don't brush your teeth every night and you don't go to bed in like your clean pajamas. Guys... I'm just being honest. I feel like as well, well, I hope so, that there's probably a lot of people listening who are like, yeah, you know what, if I'm honest, like I've been there or there might be some other part of your day that you're a bit like, yeah, it's less than ideal. Like, I don't know. I've heard that there are people out there who drink coffee in the shower. I mean, to me, that's a little strange, but I'm not going to (laughs) judge. This is real life. I I think being honest is where it's at. We're really going through a time of that, aren't we, where people are being more honest than they ever have been. I feel, I, you know, it's kind of this funny uh, juxtaposition where you've got um, this very, very perfect social media world where everybody is 
very much like perfecting things and and being very polished and you know filtered and moderated but then at the same time I think everybody is yearning for this like simple honest perspective where everybody's kind of saying yeah do you know what I just put out the most perfect photograph of myself but here's all the behind the scenes that made it happen I'm seeing a lot of that type of stuff being shared and also I think amongst especially amongst like the mum community and stuff like that uh you do get a lot more honesty about things like miscarriage and the honest truth about people's experience with labor um and then motherhood itself or pregnancy and yeah people being more honest I think overall or or sharing more maybe that's what it is is being a little bit more forthcoming with um information because unlike maybe when my parents were young and had just become parents and and their parents and their parents you know those sorts of generations before us I think there was a lot more pressure to keep up appearances uh whereas now it's kind of this funny thing where it is like that probably even more so but at the same time there are these pockets of honest sharing um whether it's in real life uh when you're having a coffee with you know a friend and and just really just saying it how it is or um you know more publicly on social media there's definitely spaces where you know you get to see the raw the raw stuff I'm kind of I like that um and I want to be that I want to be raw and it's funny because I do know that there are people in my life who are listening to this and that's kind of funny it's kind of weird because I'm like you know being really honest about funny things like how often I brush my teeth um but you know like that's part of it isn't it it's just being real I'm not, um, I I need to get out of this space of worrying about what people think of me actually, uh, because it's more important that I'm true to myself, right? I I hope that's kind of where I'm going with all this. Yeah. Is that I'm being true to myself. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's, uh, I'm going to get on with my Saturday, drink my coffee and yeah, I don't know. What will I do today? Maybe tonight I will, you know, do something nice for myself. I don't know. Even just sitting here now recording this has been such a treat. Um, my kids are out with my husband and, yeah, I just took this opportunity to to chat to you guys. So I'm happy about that and I did some drawing. I don't know, have you been enjoying my little illustrations? Uh, if you haven't seen them, hop over to Instagram, look at my account. This podcast isn't working. It's all one word. And yeah, I'm going to be sharing every time I put up an episode, if I can, I'll pop up a little illustration as well to go with it. Um, Have you seen them? Do you like them? I really love drawing. I love all kinds of things. But yeah, that's kind of been this little side thing that's been a really nice positive uh, with this. So yeah, I'm loving that. Uh, I'll be coming back again next week. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed hanging out with me on this lovely, noisy Saturday. I hope you've got to hear a bit of the background noise. There's been some lovely birdies chirping, cars going by. I heard a bit of music earlier, things like that. Ah, It's nice to stop sometimes, isn't it? And just listen. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for joining me this week. I will be back in your earbuds or your car speaker or your Google Home or whatever you listen to this on. 
Uh, I'll be back again next week. And I just want to say again, thank you so much for spending time with me on here. It's really, really nice. And um, it's making me happy. I'm loving it. So yeah, can't keep me down. I'll be back and I'll see you then. Bye guys. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, <laughs> like that.